Hi, my name is Minda Hartz, and I'm your host of Secure the Seat, your weekly podcast that helps women of color secure their seat at the table. It's not enough to get our seat at the table. It's about creating other seats so that we influence change and we create a better workplace culture for the next generation of women of color. Representation matters, so the more seats that we have around the table, um, the more influence we can have and the less microaggressions and biases and all those other systemic issues that we bump up against sometimes as women of color in the workplace. And I'm so excited to uh, share and celebrate uh, an awesome Black woman, Melody Hobson. This week, she was named vice chair at Starbucks. And I just love seeing us shine. I love seeing us secure the seat and platforms and big companies like Starbucks allowing us to do our thing. And um, it's not because we don't have the talent. It's not that we don't have the bandwidth to lead, but we have to have the opportunity as well. And so I'm really excited uh, to see where all of this leads to. And I know shout out to Rosalind Brewer, who's already at Starbucks. And, you know, it's just amazing to see what else happens at Starbucks and other companies. So I hope that other companies are at least taking a page out of Starbucks diversity book because they do have a diverse board. Uh, so shout out to them. Also, I'm excited to talk about today's topic, which is authenticity. And I decided to name it, Can I Live? And for those who have been listening to the podcast or know anything about me, I love grits and rap lyrics. And so uh, Jay-Z, from In Reasonable Doubt, has a song, Can I Live? And um, it made me think about authenticity and how important that is to us in the workplace, because oftentimes we're not allowed to show up as our full self. And there's a line in the song that says, I keep one eye open like CBS. And when we enter the workplace, we have to keep our eyes open. We have to um, just assess the situation and make sure that if this is an environment, I can wear my straight hair or my curly hair. You know, am I dressed too urban? Am I dressed too casual? Am I just you know, are they seeing my personality? I mean, we have so many hoops that we have to battle and think about that it can drive somebody crazy. And uh, today we're going to talk about what it's like to to bring your authentic self to work. And that looks different for everyone. And my guest today is an amazing woman. Her name is Tiffany Sutherland. You can find out more about Tiffany at fourcornerscoach.com. And she also has a podcast, which I had the pleasure of being a guest on a few months ago. And I'll put all of this in the show notes at mindahearts.com. But make sure you check her out. And then you can find her on the internet. So make sure that you look her up. But Tiffany Sutherland, she is a career coach, a change maker, an attorney, overall um, awesome woman of God. And so we have a real candid conversation about what it's like to show up in the workplace and And I know authenticity is such a buzzword right now, showing up as your full self. And quite frankly, not all of us are able to do that. Rather, it's something like hair to religion to orientation. Uh, We all have to figure out what's best for us and what's going to um, move us forward in our career. And then also, too, we have to take a hard look and make the decisions on is, is this the place for us? 
And I think sometimes we think we have to hold on to something uh, when it may not be the right thing to hold on to. So hope you enjoy the conversation that I have with Tiffany and um, make sure that you tweet us any gems that you might catch, which there's a ton, but um, hit her up on the internet and myself at Minda Hearts and hashtag secure the seat. Tiffany, welcome to secure the seat. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Minda. I'm happy to be here. No, it's my pleasure. I've been waiting for us to make this happen, and you're one of my favorite people, so I'm glad that uh, we're able to have this really important conversation. But before we hop into it, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you and what you do? Well, I am, I like to tell people that I'm a lawyer by training, but a change agent at heart. Um, I am a licensed attorney, but I actually practice, I actually work as a recruiter at a law firm now, but I also have a career coaching and empowerment company called Four Corners Coaching. So my goal and a lot of the work that I do is really just around helping people be their best and find their best um, when it comes to their careers, particularly, but also in who they are as whole women. I work with women mostly, but, uh, and I'm just a, a girl who loves good food and who loves the Lord and who loves good people such as yourself. So I, um, I'm, you know, and I'm a New Yorker at heart living in, living in Philadelphia. Awesome. I love that. Thank you. And at the end of the show, we'll make sure that you uh, have all of Tiffany's information to connect with her on those internets. So that's important. Um, but let's get into the conversation. I know that there's a lot of chatter about bringing our authentic self to work. And, you know, it's easier said than done, especially for women of color, because we're not always encouraged to bring our full self, our full self to work. <laughs> and so my first question for you is, what does showing up as your full self mean to you in the workplace? That's such a good question. And I think it's, it means when you can show up fully at work is when you don't feel like you have to hide or kind of contort who you are for the sake of making other people around you comfortable. And, and who we are, and like everybody is, we're all individual people. And so what are showing up fully is going to look like, is going to be different from person to person. But at the end of the day, when you show up at a workplace, if you are able to you know, wear your hair a certain kind of way, or maybe drop uh, a word that's a little less, that's not quite quote unquote professional or corporate America in a conversation and not feel like you're going to be chastised for it or make a cultural reference, you know, or just wear, wear bright colors, whatever it is that looks like for you. If you don't feel like you're hiding, if you don't feel like you're conforming for the sake of making other people feel comfortable, I think that that means you are you are showing up more fully at work and, and bringing your full self to work. I love that. I think that's so important for all of us to hear that definition because so many people say it as a buzzword, but what it really means, um, taking it a step further. So thank you for that. Um, also, some people might find it challenging to do that. What are some actionable steps that women can take to help build them up to just showing up being like, hey, here I am? What can they do? Right, <laughs> right, right. And I think the, I think it starts really with actually knowing who you are and who and how you are showing up in the moment. I think a lot of us, 
think that well, a lot of us, and I, as someone who has gone through um, schooling at predominantly white institutions after I left high school, there have been times where I haven't even recognized that I have made certain adjustments in the workplace in order to make other people feel comfortable. So I think it starts with really figuring out who, how you are currently showing up and who you actually want to show up as. I was at a, a conference a couple weeks ago and a woman named Rithu Basin, I think I'm, I'm getting her name wrong, but she is a diversity researcher and diversity recruiter. And she talked about a lot, a lot about authentic self and figuring out what parts of us are we hiding? What parts of us are we dumbing down for the sake of other people? And if you don't know the answer to that question, then you can't show up more fully because you're not even aware of the fact that maybe you're inflecting your voice a certain kind of way. I don't, and I know you know, Minda, that way that we might, we, we soften our words or we add a little question right. mark on the end of things, which is something, yep, which is something that women are, are, are known to do in order to not sound so harsh or maybe we're throwing on an extra smile on our face even though we don't feel like it because people tell black women that, oh, you look so mean, you look so serious. Um, so the first thing is kind of figuring out what, you know, how you're showing up at the moment and, and what that difference is between where you actually want to show up as. And I think the second thing would be to pay attention to the environment that you're in. I think we often, we might assume, and I know that I'm guilty of this. Um, I've been guilty of this in my own past. We assume that it's not safe for us to be more of who we are in a certain workspace before we've actually tested the waters. So look around and see how other people are, are kind of conforming. The challenges with that is that many of us are not in places where there are a lot of other women of color. And so we may not have a lot of examples, but pay attention to see how other people, even if they're not people of color, if they feel like they have to hide who they are. And the, the third actionable step I think would be to test things out. So let's say for me, my I wear my hair straight, but it's, but it's not relaxed. So for me, one of my big tests was how is my firm going to react when I wear my hair natural in the summertime? So I was like, I was like, are there work more work appropriate, quote unquote, natural hairstyles that I could rock? And let's and let's see what that looks like. So test out certain things. Maybe you want to start rocking a new pattern, and nobody else is wearing patterns in the office, but you want to wear a bright color, right? So test things out little by little to see how people respond. And if if people are talking to you crazy, that's information that you need that you need to know. And if no one is, then maybe you have more leeway than you thought at first to be more of who you are. Yeah, no, that's really great. You were dropping those uh, gems. I think it's important to assess your environment. I, I definitely agree with that. And and sometimes we have to, maybe the environment that we're in is not where we can be our authentic selves, right? So we have to figure out if this is the right place for us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that you, the way you do that is by, is like I said, is like, is really paying attention and try because like, I, I think a lot of us think that because we're in a predominantly white space, that we we automatically can't be who we are, and that's not necessarily the case. So it's really important to kind of get accurate information before, because I I am I am have spent a lot of time in my career making assumptions about what people might have thought about me, or what they did they thought I was capable of or not capable of, or how I could be, and those assumptions were not actually accurate. So um so figuring out what what the truth is as compared to what your assumptions might be or what your information is, is really important. Oh, awesome information. That's really great. And, 
you know, I'm, I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking about there might be some women out there that say, you know what, why is it important for me to even bring my authentic self to work? Why can't I just be, you know, work Minda from eight to five and then be who I am after five? Why is that important to bring your full self to work? Do we even need to do that? I mean, it's, it really is individual, but I think we do because we can't do our best work if we are exhausted because we have to play a character at work every day. I know that that, and maybe that's just me, but I know a lot of other people feel the same way. It's exhausting having to go to work and having to, to be less of who you are, pretend certain issues don't matter to you, avoid certain kinds of conversations, or not use certain kinds of language, or whatever it is that you are boxing up, it's exhausting. And you can't be, my firm belief is that if you are compartmentalizing parts of who you are when it comes to your work, when it comes to any aspects of your life, if you can't feel like you can be a whole person in any one environment, then you are not maximizing and actually living out who you're fully meant to be. And so if you can't be in an environment that that embraces the fact that, you know what, I might tell my boss, you know what, tell them that we have the receipt and have to explain to her what the receipts are because she didn't get the reference and feel confident that she's not going to think I'm less professional because I said that. And that's, that's a conversation I've gotten real comfortable, real authentic uh, in the last several months in my position. Um, but it's because, you know what, I'm not less good at my job because I use a cultural, I make a black cultural reference in the workplace. I'm not cussing at nobody. I'm not talking to anybody crazy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still who I am and I'm bringing more something else that's personal to me, but that's important. It's an important aspect of who I am. And so it, I think it's important because you just can't do your best work in, and, and flourish in an environment. Unless you're comfortable staying at the same level, then that's, that's fine, which is okay. Cause some people, you know, they're not necessarily trying to move up in their organization or move up in their role or kind of in, in their field. And that's okay. But if you want to, to rise and thrive, you will not be able to do that if you are not all the way showing up because you're going to have, you're having, you're molding and you're shaping to what you think other people want you to be. And people can perceive that. And that will not be rewarded when it comes to progress and moving forward in the workplace. Hey, that's a, all kinds of words up in there. Um, <laughs> so that, that's the truth, though. I mean, I don't even have anything else to say on that. I'm just like, there's so much there. And it's important. I mean, it is stressful. And as women of color, we have to deal with so much sometimes that it's like, why add another layer if we don't have to, you know? Um, so, right. so that was good. Exactly. Thank you. And I think, and it really is, we do, we're dealing with so much and it's just like, and I, I frankly, I'm at the point now in my, in my adult life and in my career that I'm just, I, like you said, I'm just tired. Like I don't have to play a character anymore because my reputation is while I'm still building it, my reputation is pretty solid right now. So if anyone questions me because of the way I said a certain kind of word, then that me that's a, that's an signal that this might not be the best place for me. So um, I'm I'm tired of being tired uh, and pretending to be somebody I'm not. Hey, that's true, I mean, and, and it doesn't pay in the long run for us to do that, as you um, said before. So thank you for sharing that. And you know, let's bring it a little closer to home. Tiffany, has there ever been a time where you struggled with bringing your full self to work in the workplace? Which it sounds like you may have once upon a time. I'd love to, to hear more about that just to, you know, bring it closer to home for people who think, oh, you guys 
you know, you've been in your career a long time. You don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. But at some point, we all have we all have that fork in the road that we we have those struggles. Absolutely. I think for me, it really started when I was in when I went to when I went to college. I realized that I was not like the other students at my at my university. They were wearing clothes cut like brands that I'd never seen before. Vera Bradley, if anyone is familiar with what that pattern looks like, the first time I saw it was when I stepped on a campus at uh, Cornell University, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I just have a regular jam sport. Like, what are these people wearing?" And that was when I recognized that I that there was something different about me and I either was, it was either time for me to conform or figure out how I fit in. And fast forward to going to law school was when this realization kind of came back to me. And I was like, wait, I'm, and actually before I went to law school, I made a decision. I'd never, I didn't drink beer, right? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to law school. There are going to be a lot of white men in my class. I'm going to learn to drink beer so I can, I can accommodate them. Right. That was the, and I distinctly remember doing that. And as I moved forward, as I moved forward and went to, you know, went to get my, to my first job out of school, I, I didn't really know who I was. And so I was playing, I was playing, I was, I was myself. Right. So it's not like I was being a fake person, but I was, I hadn't really decided who, who, what I really wanted to do, what I really cared about. And so I ended up choosing a career based on what I thought other people thought was a good idea for me. I chose a career out of fear and needing, just needing a job and straight up just wanting to make a good salary and wanting to be in a position where I was like, I'm going to be needed and I'm going to be wanted here. And it really came down to me recognizing that, you know what, I didn't actually want to be a litigator. I wanted to be someone who helped people develop and develop in another kind of way. And so it, it I've, I've, struggled with being my full self in different ways in my career, but it really manifested, like I mentioned earlier, when I was coming to the point where I was like, okay, I've been wearing my hair straight all this time at this corporate uh, law firm, and I want to wear it in a natural style. What is going to happen? And that sounds like a small example, but I know that that's something that a lot of people, a lot of people deal with because I get questions about it now when I talk to my clients and people that I work with. And I really had to recognize that if they are not okay with me me showing up differently and not bad, but just different than what they're used to, then that's a problem. And I should feel comfortable enough to do that. And granted, no one, it was not a problem, but I struggled. I, the fact that I even had to ask that question tells you that we live in a world that really, that we are not sure when we can be certain parts of ourselves. And, um, and so, you know, like it just kind of wrapping it all up. I basically, it's been something that's come in and out at different parts of my career. And I've, as I've gotten more comfortable in myself as a whole woman, I have gotten more comfortable in no, no matter what room I'm in, just being who I am. And that came as a result of personal development, not my career development. Well, no, those are great examples of various um, times in your life where you experience that. And the common thread is, you know, as black and brown women, we tend to have to uh, confront these authenticity issues uh, all throughout our career. And, and I, I pray to God that one day the madness just stops and everybody can just be who they need to be <laughs> at work, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but, but that happens when we secure our seat, right? When we get in the room and we're able to create change and, and 
your natural hairstyle hopefully won't be the last natural hairstyle they see. Uh, so um, good for you for, for choosing that path. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, also, too, I think we, there's a lot of misconceptions about authenticity and, and what that means. Um, you know, some people might say, well, we're, if I wear my hair this way, that's, you know, I'm showing up the way I'm supposed to be or if I dress this sort of way or, um, you know, I don't want to talk about my religious background, whatever that may be. Do you think there's any misconceptions in terms of what it means to be authentic? Because it's such a buzzword these days. And I think some people might have it kind of twisted in terms of what that means at work. I definitely think there are some misconceptions. I think that people think being authentic means you have to tell people all your business. <laughs> and I think that that is just not, it's, it's, it's not accurate, right? I think being authentic means you be, you being able to be aware of like just be knowing what, what part of yourself you're bringing and choosing and actively choosing to be who you want to be in that moment. So that means you have discretion to share information about yourself. That means you're comfortable just just existing and sharing your interests and talking to people and developing relationships with people. But it does not mean that you have to go out to work every day with your coworkers or start to make friends with people you don't actually want to make friends with. It does not mean that you have to, um, you know, you have to be a, a stereotype of what you think of people, what you think people think you should be like either. It's about what you want to show up as. And so I really, and it doesn't mean that, Again, whatever that authentic self, whatever that means for you, that's why this is so, it's so personal and it's so individual. That's why I mentioned earlier, you have to take time to figure out, well, how am I, how am I not showing up as who I want to be? Maybe you have an interest in, in like some, maybe you're like a, a comic book head and you want to tell people at work about that because you know people like to talk about that kind of stuff, but you haven't shared it because you think people are thinking that's going to, that's going to be weird. Like you have to know how you are not showing up before you can actually decide how you are going to walk in your authentic self. So it doesn't mean telling all your business. It doesn't mean inviting people, you know, over to your house. It doesn't mean adding them on, on social media. It doesn't mean those kinds of things. It means you can still keep boundaries. You still have boundaries and still kind of protect yourself. And, and it doesn't mean that you automatically trust everybody either. That's the other thing. It doesn't mean that you let your guard down entirely and just start letting people, you know, because sometimes, because you have to protect yourself in a corporate environment to an extent. So uh, it definitely is, there are still boundaries, there are still protections. It's not letting your guard down completely. It's not telling everybody all your business, but it's you being very conscious and very aware of how you want people to see you and who you want them to see you as at work. Ooh, that that's good. I, I'm so glad you gave those points because I think we don't talk about that part enough. We talk about, ooh, bring your cool self, girl, but we don't talk about the other side of what that is. And that is don't tell all your business. And you still are at work. There's still people who, you know, may want the position you have or, you know, this, that, and the other. So I'm so glad you, you touched upon that. Yeah, man, you can't be, I'm, I'm really big on, um, you know, keeping, protecting yourself when you're talking about work, but at the same, you can do that and still make more jokes than you used to. You can do that and be more of who you are and still keep your eye, keep your eye on, you know, Janie, who might be a little shady sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep an eye open. <laughs> Just keep an eye open for Janie. Keep an eye open for Janie. <laughs> got to, got to. I love this conversation. I'm so glad we talked 
where I had you on to talk about it. You know, I can't let you get out of here without my two favorite uh, bonus questions. And as a lover of grits and rap lyrics, what is your favorite rap lyric and why? Listen, so I just have to say this. Minda, when we, you and I had you on my podcast, we, it was clear. I was like, she's dropping some, some, some gems in here and using some verses. I was like, Minda is, Minda loves has some hip hop too. So I am a, I appreciate this question. I'm a Jay-Z, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. So immediately when you said this, I was like, all right, I got to go dig in the archives and I got to, I got to pull out what <laughs> a dope, I got to pull out a dope Jay line. And, and I went through a couple tracks, but considering the, the conversation that we're having, um, I thought this was the best one. And it, he said, um, in, oh my goodness, I'm forgetting the name of the daggone song right now. He said, I'm like Che Cavera with bling on, I'm complex. And when talking about authenticity, to be able to say, you're like Che Cavera, which who we know is a rep, was a revolutionary. Um, and you're talking about wearing bling, you're a complicated person, right? As women of color, we are complicated. We are complicated. We are people who uh, don't, we are not a monolith. We do not look or act or think alike. And yet in, at the same time, we have some shared, some shared cultural values and some shared cultural norms. It's okay for us to be complex and acknowledge that and let people see some of that when we're talking about showing up fully at work. So shout out to Jay and shout out to um, his, his catalog of music is crazy. So um, I had to narrow it down a lot, <laughs> but that's what I came up with. <laughs> oh, yes. A woman after my own heart, like she, she spit that J. It was so good, so good. That was perfect. It, it went perfectly in formation with what we were talking about. <laughs> so I just listen. I love it. You know I wasn't gonna I leave. You know it. I wasn't gonna. I was gonna do you right. I wasn't gonna have you with no raggedy lyric. I had to come up with something good for you. Oh, I, I knew. I knew. I was just like, I can't wait. I, I, I was like chomping at the bit to know what you were gonna say, and I. I, you came correct, so I am pleased. Uh, you should see my face. I'm I'm beaming uh, with with the glee over here. Um, but with my that girl. said, <laughs> the show is secure the seat. What does that mean to you? It means not being afraid to walk in what you want and where and rooms where you deserve to be in. I really think that when we're talking about securing the seat, it means being being comfortable in the fact that you deserve to be in these rooms that we're talking about. It's not earning your spot into the room. It's not having, it's not convincing people that you deserve to be there. It's owning the fact that you have a skill set, that you have knowledge, that you have a perspective that no one else walking this earth has, woman of color or not, we are unique and fearfully and wonderfully made creatures. And that means that our seats are uniquely made for us. So that's what secure the seat means to me. Yeah, a little preach on you right there. I like that, that that's good. We, we've got to secure these seats. <laughs> like thank you, thank tomorrow, you, thank you. tonight. Like right now, <laughs> so, right now, right now. Right now. Right now. Um, <laughs> Tiffany, it's been such a pleasure. How can people find you, work with you, support the work that you do? Tell them all the spots that they can find you. Thank you. Yes, I am on the internet. I'm at Tiff South on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and that's Tiff with two S. 
Um, and you can find my podcast. It's on almost all podcast platforms. How does she do it? Um, and Minda was an episode on the podcast as well. And you can also visit my coaching website, fourcornerscoach.com, and that's F-O-U-R. And um, I work with clients. I have I do Facebook Lives. I do all kinds of things. So connect with me on the Internet. I would love to hear from you. And um, if you're a part of Minda's audience, you are a friend of mine because Minda is cool people. And I'm so happy I was able to be on today. Yes, thank you so much, Tiffany. Make sure you support her work. If you need a coach, she dropped where to find her. Uh, check her out. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Have a great night. Tiffany. Wow, that was such a great interview with Tiffany Sutherland. Make sure that you check her out for Corners Coach. And I know that she's very active on Instagram and Twitter. So make sure that you find her there. If you're looking for a coach, definitely um, hit her up. She is... Um, that girl, she she definitely has a lot more. And so make sure you check out her podcast as well. How does she do it? You know, when we talk about authenticity as black and brown women, it can be dangerous showing up as our full self because we're met with a lot of opposition at times. But we won't know unless we show up. And we do ourselves a disservice if we don't show up as ourselves to at least test the waters as Tiffany mentioned to see if you can be your full self. And if you can't be or you don't feel comfortable, then you know that you have to create a strategy to find an environment that works for you. But don't shy away from not showing up and let fear get in there. As Audre Lorde said, I'm deliberate and afraid of nothing. So, um, you know, proceed with caution, but you owe it to yourself to show up as who you are so that you can thrive in a workplace. And I was recently watching this show um, on FX, and there was a quote that stuck with me. And, and the quote was, we don't have the luxury of shame. And our ancestors worked extremely hard, um, and those before us, to get us to this point right now. So don't be afraid or be shameful of who you are when you show up in the workplace. So thank you for listening. I hope you all have a great week. A couple of housekeeping rules. Please go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review or a comment the way that we elevate, secure the seat, um, and allow others to find us as if there's more reviews. So if you like what you've been hearing over the last several weeks, please um, let me know. Also, find me on the internet at Minda Hearts. I'm most active on Twitter. Go to myweeklymemo.com and check out my company, The Memo. We have some great career development, career boot camps for you from salary negotiation to leadership to resumes. Um, go ahead and check that out. And then also my personal website, mindahearts.com. For those who don't know, I have a book coming out in April 2019, and I'm really excited about that. So you can sign up for alerts there. I want you to be part of the crew when that comes out to get exclusive information. And I'm really excited about that book because it's a lean in for women of color. It tells our stories and what it's like for us to lean in. And that is really the impetus for Secure the Seat because the more knowledge, the more information that we have, uh, the further we can go. And even if you work in an environment where you don't see yourself, at least you have resources like this and the memo to help you uh, move forward. All right, we're in this together. Take care and 
I'll see you back here next Wednesday.